You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap Dick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. What up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB here on another Slapdick Podcast brought to you by Believe, B-L-E-A-V. And uh, here on YouTube Live, man, with my crew. Um, and uh, appreciate everybody coming. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. YouTube trying to grow the channel a little bit here and there. Title of this show, man, is Do's and Don'ts. Do's and Don'ts. And I'm going to get into just all the shit we do and don't do, or we should do and don't do, uh, or shouldn't do, and uh, get into it. Um, the Slapdick Podcast today on this fine Monday, the 27th. The year is just flying by. Time is a thief. Just remember that shit. Um, but anyway, this show is brought to you by PlayActionPools.com. Season's bringing you interactive fun to the sport we love most. You'll be able to get on the action with all the PlayActionPools.com football pick'em challenge, which is open to everyone, excluding tonight, Monday Night Football. Cowboys, Eagles. I got the Cowboys um, in a big way. Um, sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em. At playactionpools.com, and then you get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com, sign up for the contest Believe, B L E A V, and football pick them. If you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to playactionpools.com today. They've got Survivor Pick them as well as cool sports book style concept called build your bankroll playactionpools.com your new home for all your office sports pools check it out man lots to discuss lots to talk about um you know it's just uh It's just a lot uh, going on, right? I call this show, I, I titled this show Do's and Don'ts because there's so much shit that cracked. But let me give you the fucking quote of the day just so everybody's clear. on. Uh, and I made this up today, but I've been dealing with so many cowardly fucks, right? So many keyboard cowards, so many cats that want to hide behind their, their fucking camera phones and... And social media and everybody's out there is tough guy over the phone. All right. And I'm going to get to it. But a coward only barks when he knows he cannot be bitten. Quote of the day. A coward only barks when he knows he cannot be bitten. Have you, I'm sure every fucking person in this listening has met this guy. Or this girl, if you're a female, they'll talk all the shit in the world behind their phone, 
at a bar. They, they're, with, they're with 20 motherfuckers, and they're talking over 20 people that will not let them get touched. You've all met these guys. You know what I mean? Those are the keyboard cowards or the cowardly fucks that we all see in this world. And uh, they only bark when they know they can't be bitten. That's just the truth. I, I, I truly believe it. I thought of the, about this thing and, and uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, so, you know, I just, that's just, that's just a hell of a real, real deal deal. But anyway, I'm going to get to a bunch of shit, um, that I've been writing down for the last few days, um, from Ohio state's player walking off to Oregon's Mario Cristobal chewing out a player. And, and then the announcer telling him he's embarrassing himself and, uh, it just it's just so much softness. Just do's and don'ts, man. That's why I titled the show here. You know the the Wazoo player getting shot morning of their game, where my receiver Calvin Jackson plays, um, to a Utah player later on that night getting shot and killed. Like all avoidable choices. They're all avoidable. And I'm going to get into it deeper and deeper. Um, you know, I'm going to talk about Patrick Mahomes. What I said about him a year ago is coming to fruition. Uh, I'm going to talk about Matt Stafford. What I said about him making the Rams a contender is coming to full fruition. Uh, I'm going to talk about Kyrie Irving's bitch ass. How he don't want to report now because of the vaccine. And I'm going to dive deep into a shitload of things. And so from Josh Gordon going to the Kansas City Chiefs to too many fucking chances the NFL gives certain guys, which allow our youth to see their heroes act a fool and then guess what they become fools but i'm gonna talk about barstool sports on twitter who cannot leave me alone because i picked indiana over cincinnati two weeks ago and uh by the way i hit three of my four on uh pat mcafee show last friday so you guys can all eat a dick up barstool but you know these guys on barstool are literally making up accounts to hit me up privately to talk shit like dog you got to be shitting me you really need to talk to me you really need me to respond to you that bad you're a verified guy on twitter cincinnati barstool and you are hitting me up on all my accounts <laughs> dog you haters make my dick hard homie do you realize i love my haters you're my biggest fans like I got barstool sucking my dick. Like, dog, go get a fucking life. Holy shit. I must really piss people off, dog. I, I, I fucking love it. I, I go to sleep so good at night. Oh, man. It's funny. It's a trip, too. Not only are the barstool cats hitting me up, 
I got a bunch of like haters that are creating accounts, zero followers, you know, making up these fucking pseudo names. They hit me up. This is how soft the world has become. All right. I'm just giving you some real life shit that happens to me on a daily. This is what happens. A cat sends me a DM. So when I fired my publicist and took off my socials, I just found out about Instagram, how I have like when I became verified or whatever. I have like these three different columns and I, I didn't know there was a column full of DMs, like 30,000 DMs, right? So I'm going through deciphering these things. And I'm like, holy fuck, a lot of things in here. Well, you get all these things, you got to accept them in um, and you have to accept to respond to them. So, you know me, I like talking shit to people that talk shit, right? Because all these cowardly fucks just irk me, right? And even though I should be bigger than that. I think it's who I am. Fuck it, right? Fuck it. I'm going to talk shit to your bitch ass. So they go on there with these fake pseudo names and they basically talk shit. All right. They'll talk shit. You're shitty. You pick Cincinnati to lose. Fuck you. Come to the Midwest. I'll beat your ass. Right. <laughs> it's this 600 pound life dude who sells donuts and, you know, probably some fucking pedophile living in his mom's basement. But anyway, so, you know me, I respond to him right away. I said, damn, dog, you making accounts for me? You're making up fake accounts for me? I said, I'm privileged and honored. And I said, but guess what? You, your breath smells like my balls. I said, why does your breath smell like my nuts? It's unbelievable. Even though my nuts smell good out there, people. Let me just be honest. You know what this motherfucker responds and says? Oh, shit. You're, you are for real. You're the same guy that... I'm like, that's a soft... That's how soft we are in America, dog. This motherfucker made an account to talk shit. And once I talk shit back, they literally were in awe and now a fan. Like, we are in the softest fucking era of our lives, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to be honest. Like it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't get softer. I did a podcast, you know, last year sometime called bad words. There is no such thing no anymore. There's no such thing as bad words anymore. If you guys haven't figured it out, bad words. So people, men, okay. Men call each other bitch more than I've ever heard in my lifetime. Where if you go back into time and if a man called another man a bitch, it was fight on sight. It was fight on sight. I even, I only call a man a bitch if I really want to get under his skin and fight him. Like that means I'm willing to fight you because I called you a bitch. Bitch is thrown around now. See, I don't like calling women bitches. I just don't do it. Um, now I have ha had to use that word for a few here and there. Um, but you know, calling a dude a bitch is the most disrespectful thing you could possibly do. So when dudes call each other bitch, it is fucking unbelievable when the dude laughs when you call him back out and say bitch please meet me somewhere motherfucker he starts laughing oh ah. like they think it, it is a joke now like it's seriously 
That shit is an unwritten rule for a real man. And let me just tell you that. Like for me, I don't even play around with the word to a dude unless you're my real, 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 real homeboy or I don't say it, right? But cats are throwing that word around like no other. So I, put, I did a podcast called Bad Words and it's like there is no such thing anymore. Just like, you know, people fucking, you know, run from you. Um... People run around and, and, and dodge all the all the uh, all the shit that's going on right now with people throwing fucking uh, what's his name Mario Cristobal at Oregon. If you watched him, I'm gonna show a few things I'm gonna talk about today. But like do's and don'ts, it's unbelievable how we're protecting and the we're protecting the disrespectful let me just say it like that we are literally protecting the soft enabled disrespectful youth we are protecting them and defending them at all cost which has just crippled the fucking generation it has allowed them to become instant gratification seekers enabled as shit Thinking their voice is actually more powerful than it truly is. And you're setting these fucking dudes up for failure. Women and men, you're selling, setting them up for failure because they're going to hit the real world in a minute. And they're going to get hit in the fucking mouth by a thing called the real world. And now you're going to ask, damn, what, what happened, mom? I don't know. I guess I let you come home and piss all over the rug and never rubbed your nose in it, son. I'm sorry. I failed you. See, we don't have no parents coming forward and saying we failed our kids. All the parents become, when your kid becomes fucking Jeffrey Dahmer or R. Kelly or even these fucking NFL players getting second, third opportunities and fifth opportunities like Josh Gordon, we have no parents coming forward saying we fucked up. I should have did different, son. I should have did you better, son. The parents now blame their own kid. After you tried to milk them for money. <laughs> we are so fucked up. Like, dog, it, it blows my mind, man. Like, we were really sad. A lot of parents and shit are really fucked up in a lot of really uh, sad situations out here. But uh, it is what it is, man. Um, man, I'm going to get to my likes and dislikes, all right? My likes and dislikes, I got to get to it. Um, before, I don't know what happened. I just had a fucking thing pop up on me. Um, my likes and dislikes, I got to get to from the gate. All right. No, I haven't talked about really anything yet. I'm just in my little beginning shit talking phase. So, you know, I do a dislikes and likes, likes of the, likes of the weekend. All right. SoFi Stadium is really, really, really fucking nice. It's a really nice fucking arena, just so we're, or a stadium where the Rams played and where they beat the Bucks yesterday. Um, Twenty five, I appreciate you. Um, dislikes is the cats that go into my DMs and talk shit, and then when I bark back, they say, "Oh shit, you're real," and then they're a fan. Like, get your bitch ass out of my face. Uh, you know who who 
I really dislike right now is the cats who say they should fire a coach. And when I ask for them to show me their resume, they shut up. Like, shut up, motherfucker. You sell donuts. And you're now a professional analyst in the profession of NFL football to judge and gauge these coaches. It was amazing how many motherfuckers said that uh, Chicago Bears coach should be a, should be fired. Nagy. Nah, Nagy's shitty. And I'm like, <laughs> it's funny because it's, you know, being in the profession, I'm never going to take um, a fan over a coach's stand, uh, viewpoint because they'd have no fucking clue. All you fans out there listening that are just fans, okay, that cannot prove to me or show me that you played the sport, you played it at a high level, or that you coached the sport and coached it at a high level. If you cannot show me those fucking things on your resume, you have no room to talk. You are a fan. Drink your beer, sip on your Kool-Aid, eat your fucking Doritos, and shut the fuck up and enjoy life. Why do you get into people's lanes that you have no clue what they are really about? What are they containing? What are they pertaining? What's really in the fucking lane? <sighs> Stay in your lane. You have no idea what the fuck you're discussing. So I started bringing it up because everybody was trying to be friendly with me like, oh, coach, what do you think about Nagy? You should be the OC for the fucking Bears. How do you think they, ju they treated Justin Fields? He's shitty. How do you have six months to get him ready and you can't get him ready? Fucking Dan Orlowski on ESPN and Stephen A., you had six months to get him ready. This is who you are. Fire him today. Dan Orlowski and Stephen A., shut the fuck up. You can't even fucking decide. You can't even discuss the difference between coverage zero and quarters, motherfucker. You're getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, but yet you cannot show us the difference between match coverage zero and quarters defense. And I would love for you to bring me on your show with fucking Ryan Clark's fucking soft ass and tell me the, and show me the difference because you just told the world on ESPN with Ryan Clark this morning, you broke down quarters coverage incorrectly and is about as bad as you can fucking break it down. And if you want to refute it and show me that I'm wrong, please let's do it because I'm going to do it right now. Uh, that's kind of what I want to do. I'm going to jump out of my lane here. I'm going to fucking get on my board here and show Dan Orlowski what the fuck quarters coverage is because he don't know. He don't know what quarters coverage is, and it fucking blows my mind. So can you guys see that board, YouTube? Cool. You can see the board? Good. I'm going to break down this motherfucker real quick. And I'm going to explain. Oh. Y'all see me? All right. This mic work? All right. Peep this out, Dan Orlowski. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. So, this motherfucker wants to talk about quarters coverage. So, when 
not going to show the D lineman, okay? If you want to show them, let's show them. Fuck. All right. There it is. He said today on ESPN that they were in quarters coverage. Just so we're clear. These guys aren't in quarters at 12 yards deep. They're in quarters inside here at about 8 yards deep. All right? In quarters coverage, these motherfuckers are responsible for the run. Okay? So how is a guy that's making, I don't know, how much money? I mean, I'm sure a lot of hundreds of thousands of dollars more than me, right? How can you be on ESPN telling millions of people that this is quarters coverage when they're at 12 yards on the hash and backpedaling? You're fucking lying to them. Or you don't know, Dan Orlowski. So, in quarters, just so we're clear, these guys are at 8 yards. They play the run. These guys bail. So, he was talking about a play-action ride fake that took forever to throw a football out here. Well, if you know how to beat quarters coverage, it's any third receiver to the flat. Okay? Here's two, one, three. That's our third receiver to the flat over here on this occasion. Well, that beats quarters coverage because why? They are run supporters. These guys are out of there. That's quarters coverage. What he showed today was called a new coverage. Not new, but people are running it now. What's called match, okay? First of all, he was at 12 yards on the hash. What match coverage is, Dan Orlowski, means they're playing zone underneath. And these guys have anything vertical by number two, making it cover zero. It's cover zero when any vertical number two threat goes vertical and the safety has them. How the fuck does the safety have a vertical threat and play the run, Dan Orlowski? It's humanly impossible. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about, and you make millions of dollars. It's a shame that we got motherfuckers telling people this is the coverage and they have no fucking idea what they're talking about. And they're on ESPN. They're on a platform that, like, but I don't know. I'm the one that can't coach. <laughs> First of all, Netflix don't show me coach at all. So you have no fucking idea what I can and can't do. But the bottom line is you can play zone underneath and man vertically. It's called match coverage. It looks like quarters, but it's called match. Any cover two goes vertical. The safeties have them. It's impossible to have a number two vertical route and play the run. Okay? I'm sorry, Dan. You're wrong. Ryan Clark, you're not correcting him. You're wrong. You should know the fucking difference. You played safety in the league. But let's just wear a suit. Let's answer to the man. And let's just shut the fuck up, uh, America. We know what we're talking about because we're on ESPN. Shit. Motherfucker, please. Um, anyway, that's a dislike. Um, does anybody have this dislike? I just want to make sure. Um, am I the only person that thinks that if your car mats, okay, if your floor mats in your vehicle are shitty looking and fucked up, 
Is there not, is that not a huge problem? So let me ask you something. Floor mats should be on the bottom, in my opinion, and the carpet should be on the top because nobody cares for their car, their floor mat. To me, my floor mat's got to be pristine. My shit got a Cadillac logo on it. Motherfuckers have, don't take care of their floor mat, dog. Your floor mat should not look like you just changed your car oil on them. I have the floor mat, dog. I got to have carpet floor mat, dog. My shit got to be pristine. If a lady's in shotgun with me, dog, she got to be able to let her toes out, dog. She can't be out with fucking oil and shit on the ground. Come on, dog. You got to know how to tend a female, dog. So let me let me tell you, the carpet underneath should always be clean, but the floor mat itself should be clean. I take care of my floor mats like I take care of my carpet, my floor, my rug, the fucking carpet in the car. Too many motherfuckers, man. Um, cars I see... The floor mats are horrible. Holy fuck. Clean your floor mats, people. Huge dislike of mine. Um, like I said, my college picks picked Arkansas. They won. Told you Clemson was going to fucking not cover. They lose. Um, and uh, who would I pick? The only game I lost was like nearly Notre Dame, which blew open in the fourth quarter. But... Um, what was the other game I got right? Fuck, I got A&M, Arkansas. Um, I don't know. Shit. My lock of the week, I give out on Friday, dog, on, on the McAfee show. So um, you got to wait till Friday on the lock of the week shot deal. Um, so I don't know if you guys have seen this. Do's and Dotes is the title of this show. I, I got to show you... Uh, Oh, I picked West Virginia, Oklahoma, and uh, I got that right as well. So thank you. Rockhead, I don't know what you said. Uh, oh, I missed that. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, I picked Oklahoma to not cover, and I knew they wouldn't. All right, so look, I'm going to show you this. Have you, ever, have you heard of the Kentucky player who just pushes down the equipment operator on the sideline, the equipment man, for apparently no reason at all? Well... I want to show you this because it's just crazy to me. All right. I'm going to show you. Uh, oops. I'm going to show you. How the fuck do you do it? Um, so you can see this. I hope, right? I'm going to show you this. Uh, this deal real quick. Watch number five. Okay. I want you to see number five right here. That look. See this guy right here, five? I want you to see him. Look at that shit right there. I want to see, I want you to see this motherfucker. So number five right here pushes the equipment guy down. Look at that shit. <laughs> so, uh, dog, you push the motherfucker down for no fucking reason. Well, today, they show a, uh, they show uh, they show these two together. Um, they show them together. There's a picture out there. I just saw it. Fuck. They show them together, basically. Here we go. I'm going to show you this. Watch this shit. Look how soft we've become. Look at this shit right here. So... 
now there there's a picture of these motherfuckers right here. And basically <laughs> they're cool, right? They're cool again. So this motherfucker pushed this motherfucker down. And now they're cool. This shit is unbelievable to me. Like, and you know why they're cool? Just so we're clear. Um, Dan Orlowski played in the NFL. And he actually played at UConn. But he did play in the NFL. And I always say he did. I never said he didn't. But he's still a slap dick. Um, These motherfuckers took a picture together today after this dude pushed him for no fucking apparent reason. Because Stoops would fucking fire the dude if he didn't say he accepted the player's apology. He's a fucking equipment man. He's a fucking fireable guy for any reason. But it's soft now because we've accepted it and allowed this dude to do it out of nowhere. What is he, bipolar? Who fucking knows why he did it, right? And uh, that's the world we live in now. It's, it's accepted. Go ahead. Just apologize. It's over. That's who the fuck this kid is. I'm sure he's done other shit. <laughs> like, dog, it don't make no sense how soft we've become. So I want to show you the Oregon coach, Mario Cristobal, going off on... A player and the player see this is how you know a coach has the reign of his team because the player ain't arguing back he's not bitching back he's not walking off disrespecting them mario has him in check enough to pull in the reins on the kid and you know the the announcer says that mario enough was enough to give you con- 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 some give you some context the enough was enough and he's now embarrassing himself as the head coach i said oh my god take a look this is not high school anymore his head coach is not real happy with that it's not high school you cost us three points yes sir Hey man, that's what you do. Now I, I think I think this goes a bit too far though. I, I think there's a point where you get his attention, but you know you know you're on national television, and let's not embarrass the young man. I think. Oh fuck me! Let's not embarrass the young man is what this motherfucker said. He said, "Let's not embarrass the young man." See, I got a major problem with this respecting of the young man and woman and. Let's not embarrass the young man and the woman. I just got to be honest. Like, when did we start having to respect 16 to 18 year olds? I just have to be honest because that's the problem that I think we face. With this generation. We've enabled this generation to fucking think that they are on our level as a grown human being. They think that they deserve the same respect because they say, I'm a grown man. I'm grown. 
But see, that's what you saw from when I told him, no, you're fucking not grown. Because grown fucking people go to class. They sit in the front row. They pull up their pants. They don't call women bitches. They don't fucking catcall on campuses. They pass their classes. How the fuck are you grown and you ain't paid a bill, motherfucker. You ain't sent a kid to college. You haven't turned on a light bill. You ain't bought fucking groceries yet. I don't need to fucking respect you. You're not on my level. Learn how to be a fucking coachable kid, which you are, and learn fucking the pecking order and how the fuck protocol works so in the real world when you have to go answer to your fucking manager and he fires you for fucking being late you can't enter the transfer portal fuckface there is no job transfer portal some motherfucker went on twitter he said there is a job transfer portal it's called linkedin it's called monster it's called uh indeed <laughs> I said, that's a transfer portal for jobs. I said, that is a job application website, dumb fuck. That's not a transfer portal because you quit because you didn't like your boss, dumb fuck. People all want to fucking, people always want to fucking go and say some shit just to be fucking heard. Dog, stay in your lane. You have no fucking idea what it takes to coach in the NFL, coach Division I football, coach in this profession. All you fucking do is go talk shit about shit you have no clue about. So I, I'm just saying, like, God damn, dog. You don't understand. Like, have you watched ESPN lately? These motherfuckers are pushing the narrative to have coaches fired on their platform. He cannot. Dan Orlowski and, and fucking Stephen A. Smith are on ESPN talking about fucking coaches that should be fired and should be hired. So let me break this down and put it in perspective for everybody. Why the fuck? Do I only hear about Nagy being fired for playing Justin Fields when last week all you fuckers talked about was Justin Fields should have been starting. He should have been the guy. Now he's shitty, as you saw. Just so we're clear, I want to make sure we're clear, all you fucking haters and naysayers out there that know all this shit. Nagy's not out there running routes. He ain't out there blocking. He ain't out there throwing the football. He ain't out there doing shit. He's calling a fucking play. And the players that get paid millions of dollars have to fucking execute it. Coaching is overrated. Players win games. Coaches fucking lose them. So please understand that Nagy playing Justin Fields and... You, Dan Orlowski, Stephen A. Smith, fucking Ryan Clark, none of you motherfuckers know the game plan. None of you knew why he played the way he played and why the offense was planned the way it was planned. 
So none of you know, but all you Twitter fucking fans and all you other motherfuckers, oh, this was the worst coach in America. Yeah, how do you know? Now, I think he fucked up Trubisky. I think he's, he's, I don't believe he's a great head coach, right? But just say that. Don't say that he's a shitty coach and he's a horrible human being. You don't know. He actually was an OC for the Chiefs. He actually did really, really fucking well. Guess what? He had better fucking players. Geniuses. Anyway, Justin Fields is not ready for fucking the NFL. I told you guys this month ago, I continue to tell you every fucking quarterback I've called about, talked about, has been proven right. I'm not. I'm telling you, I'm not being cocky or arrogant. I don't miss when it comes to calling the quarterback situation. I've called it from the days of fucking Ryan Leaf to fucking Vince Young to Robert Griffith III to fucking RG3. I call it like it is, and I don't miss on the shit because I know the position to a T. I know it. I played it. I understand it. You guys don't get it, and it's okay. Drink your beer, chill, listen to motherfuckers that actually know what they're saying about the position, and you'll be better off, man. Quit acting like you know what the fuck's going on. Nobody knows what Nagy's game plan was. Nobody knows why he did it that way with him. Fields isn't ready. I told you motherfuckers that how long ago? I told you that fucking Lawrence was going to struggle. I told you that all these motherfuckers are going to struggle. I said Mac Jones would probably have the most success with a limited role because he's not asked to throw the ball 50 fucking eight times like my boy Zach is at the Jets on a shitty ass team. He's just getting ruined. But going back to the Nagy getting fired thing on ESPN by fucking Stephen A, right? Stephen A comes out and Dan Orlowski and Nagy needs to be fired today, not tomorrow. What's going to change tomorrow? If he's not fired today, why are we going to fire him next week when it's going to be the same fucking outcome, right? Because he's ruining Justin Fields. Like you know, motherfucker. But anyway, that's what he's saying, okay? He made a horrible decision. Well, to be fair, okay, let's be fair here. I'm not a naggy fan. I'm not a naggy guy. I don't give a fuck. I just like being honest and real about whoever it is. That's what we lack in the world today. But I want to be clear about something. Stephen fucking A. Why haven't you fucking bashed your hero, Mike fucking Tomlin, motherfucker? He had an opportunity to get a quarterback and stuck with Big Ben, who's 50 years old out there, looking like he's 50 who can't get out of his own fucking way and has made the Pittsburgh Steelers look very, very old. I haven't seen you talk about that, Dan Orlovsky. Why haven't you talked about fucking Mike Tomlin being held accountable for the action of starting Big Ben and taking this year in the ass? What's the difference between Nagy and Mike Tomlin as far as that goes? Mike Tomlin has a Super Bowl, so of course. He's been there 15 years, of course. I get it. I actually love Tomlin. Like I said, my good friend's the old line coach there. What I'm saying is I'm not here to bash Tomlin or Nagy. All I want is a fucking fair fucking argument. You motherfuckers need to bring that discussion up too because none of them are out of the clear if you're so fucking 
professional fucking coach narrator. You so know what the NFL owner and GMs need to do with their fucking hire and firing policies. How about you fucking break that one down? Tomlin made a mistake, too, if we want to go there. Ben looks old as shit, and his O-line is horrible. His wide receivers are average. The running back's going to be a great one, but he's young. Dog, you guys don't get it. Stay in your fucking lane and out of ours. But you can't do it. You can't do it. It's crazy. It's crazy perspective, man. It's unbelievable. So do's and don'ts. We saw the Oregon coach, how he handled it. The announcer says that the Oregon coach was embarrassing the kid. And that's what I just came off saying. Like, who gives a fuck? The kid needs to know his lane. And that Oregon situation was a great breath of fresh air. It showed that there was a fucking hierarchy. There was a protocol. It was followed. And it was understood. And there was no fucking issue. Like, you didn't see me having to fucking hug my kids afterwards to console them as because they're fucking got yelled at. Now... What you don't see on the show is motherfuckers coming in that their brothers just got smoked and I'm holding them crying on my shoulder. That is what the real is. I don't need to console you for cussing you out, motherfucker. Get over yourself. You're going to have worse things happen in the world like your brother just getting killed. They don't show that on Netflix. They don't show big-time four-year schools coming in telling my boss how well-organized and structured and fucking well-mannered my kids are. and The program's the most fucking well-organized program they've ever seen. They don't talk. They don't show that on Netflix. Why? Because ratings, man. They want to see me cussing out dudes and, tell, and doing this and film me for 30 fucking hundred hours or whatever, 3,000 3, hours, and you see 16 hours, and these fuckers on Twitter know me. <laughs> it's funny. But it's a breath of fresh air to see a coach control his guy and show the world that this is a program that's going to be fucking disciplined. There's no fucking embarrassment about it. You're not embarrassing the kid, motherfucker. How about the kid just embarrassed his mommy, daddy, homies, the team, the program, and the fucking coach who gave you a $100,000 scholarship? How about you're embarrassing that shit? Nobody talks about that, though. The announcer don't talk about the coach that gave this motherfucker an opportunity of a lifetime with a $100,000 scholarship, and now he can make money off likeness. He is in a great situation, but he's the one getting embarrassed? Man, please, you soft motherfucker, and I heard it in your voice. I heard it in your voice how soft your ass was. I don't hear the piss hit the urinal coming from your soft motherfucking ass. And that's the people that are out there calling these games. The Stephen A's, the ESPNs, the motherfuckers who can't draw up quarters coverage compared to fucking match zero. They have no clue. This is the same guy I've called out and showed before that Dan Orlowski can't even draw up the difference between quarterback power and counter and QB zone. Read. He don't know the difference. So, if you guys haven't noticed the trend here, okay, you saw an Oregon coach handle his kid 
to me, which is called tough love because that coach loves those kids. I know Mario well. I know that staff very well. A lot of those coaches on that staff very well. And how about this perspective for all you guys that fucking think you know everything? Who beat Ohio State this year in Ohio State? Oregon, didn't they? Funny how he disciplined his guy, and it's an embarrassment. But Ohio State's linebacker walks off on his fucking coach during the second quarter of the fucking game. How ironic is that? But America wants to see the coach yelling at the kid and start asking for him to be fired. That's how fucking soft and pathetic and weak you motherfuckers are. But guess what? His team beat the fuck out of your team in Ohio State. And guess what? Your Ohio State player walked off the field in the second quarter and took off his shit. Because you're his friend, Coach Day. You try to be their homie. When you do that, you get fucked in the ass every time. Don't trust these motherfuckers. Don't ever trust these kids. You love them. You care for them. You push them harder than ever. You get them to where they could not get themselves, but you never fucking trust one of them because they'll fuck you every time. Just remember that shit, people, coaches, people out there, CEOs, COOs. You motherfuckers trust them, and you made your worst mistake. And that's why this game is a rewarding one, but it's also a game and a profession that you got to understand that... We do all this shit for these kids and all this shit for these coaches. And just so you you know, the assistant coaches and those players will fuck you in a heartbeat even though you do everything. Why do you coach then, coach? Because I can save one. I can save one. That is the fucking... That is what the reward and how it outweighs the risk to me. That's worth the stretch. Saving one is worth the stretch. That one motherfucker might be the one that saves you, the female walking down the alley at night from being fucking raped or fucking abused. That one kid might be the one that bags the old lady's groceries at the Walmart. That one kid might be the motherfucker that saves the baby from running out in the street. I'm just telling you, save one. If we all had that mindset, you'd be better off because then guess what? The one person becomes two, the two becomes three, and the shit bird starts to disappear because he's like, fuck, they're not following me to the left no more. They're going to the right at the stop sign. They used to follow me. Now they're not because they saw that coach saved shit bird A. Now shit bird B is now a fuck stick, and now he's going to be a slap dick eventually. We got to get motherfuckers to be slapdicks. We're all slapdicks. We're all slapdicks. A slapdick is a good human, good-hearted kid, good-hearted human that don't have any malicious intent in life. They just fuck up because we're human and we fuck up. That's a slapdick. Every single one of us are slapdicks. Don't get it twisted. A fuckstick has lost his way a little bit. And now he's in the gray area of being a shitbird and getting to be a slapdick. And if you need to read my book, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later, you'll understand what the differences are. 
fuck sticks, shit birds, and slap dicks. There's a real things. See, look at my behind me on the screen. Slap dick. There's a definition right there. So, anyway, um, Ohio State kid walks off. I've never had a kid walk off on me, ever. Um, I've been asked that since it happened. No, I've never had a kid walk off. Um, you know, because real recognizes real. But stop thinking these kids need the same respect that we deserve. They haven't paid a bill. They haven't fought the fight. They haven't walked through the fucking rice paddies yet and had to take shrapnel. These motherfuckers haven't bled enough, sweated enough, or cried enough to earn the same fucking respect. They don't even know what it's like. Try living in a car for 18 months, motherfucker, like I did growing up. Try fucking fending off fucking getting ate to death by every single fucking bug how about you trying to survive and not fucking smoke dope and weed and sell dope and weed and be like everybody else and take the easy route and be different but we don't have that no more because it ain't being taught no more nobody's telling the motherfuckers the truth no more nobody's telling them why don't you be different motherfucker you stop being a little bitch and fucking man up and be different we got too many motherfuckers following motherfuckers and Trying to be like the cool guy. Motherfucker, fuck being cool. Nice guys get you beat. Nice guys finish last. Nice guys end up being politicians and priests. The two most crooked motherfuckers in the world. Just so you know, they all smile in your face. They stab your motherfucking asses in the back. But what do I know? Uh, but we allow it. We don't coach it. Parents, teachers, coaches, it, 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 it's all the same. I, I don't know. Like, it, you know, it's crazy. I Getting into, before we get into the meat and potatoes, I told you guys Matt Stafford was going to make the Rams an instant contender. I told you that when they traded for him, and look what's happening. The Rams are by far, in my opinion, the best team in the NFL. I believe the NFC West is the best division, followed by the AFC West. <laughs> So both divisions that are dominant are on the West. I believe Denver's a much better team. Teddy Bridgewater does not get enough fucking credit. Everywhere he goes, he wins. Saints. Carolina. Fucking Denver. He wins. He needs to get more fucking credit. People need to pay him some fucking homage. He doesn't get enough credit. I think Matt Stafford's a top five quarterback. I told you guys that once he gets around a real fucking organization with some players. Look at what he's doing. Everyone's like, oh, Matt Stafford's the best. Motherfucker, I've been saying he's the best for a while. Or not the best, but I said I've been saying he's legit and elite quarterback for a long time. He didn't have no fucking pieces. But everybody wants to quickly judge a motherfucker when they have no idea. And don't let their resume fucking be filled out. Let their resume fucking fill be completed before you start judging these motherfuckers just last week justin fields was the motherfucker what's now have you heard all these motherfuckers now oh he's not ready (laughs) you motherfuckers put your foot in your mouth too much man it's unbelievable this is how soft we are okay i'm just gonna be clear this is how fucking soft we are a motherfucker came on last night after trey lance ran the Ran a QB power uh, run game. They ran a, a QB power, and he scored before the half against the Packers. Some dude was talking about 
Are you guys as offended as I am that he only runs Trey Lance and he doesn't throw and da 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 da? And I'm just sitting there thinking, holy fuck, man. Are we kindergarten motherfucking elementary fucking kids? We got to now worry about your asses talking shit about how I'm playing the quarterback that makes millions of dollars in the NFL. How my ass, who's been to a Super Bowl, by the way, two of them, as a coach, coordinator, and head coach, I have to now fucking answer to you fuck sticks that have not a clue what the fuck my profession entails. And I got I to gotta fucking answer to you fucks that Trey Lance is just running the ball. Do you think Trey Lance really gives a fuck right now? Or is he happy just to be getting his feet wet and understand that he didn't even fucking play college football last year and he played in an FCS school, motherfucker, and was a top 10 draft pick? Shut the fuck up. Holy shit. I think he knows what he signed up for, bro. <laughs> like, holy fuck. Remember all the naysayers? Aaron Rodgers was washed up after one week. <laughs> the motherfucker just won the, the fucking MVP last year, and he has one bad game after, you know, the whole fucking sit-out uh, offseason, and now he's shitty. He looked pretty fucking good the last two weeks, bro. I'm just going to be honest. He is by far the best football thrower uh, in the NFL. It was evident again last night, and he shredded a pretty fucking good 49er defense. And I think the Packers, the Bucks, and the Rams are going to figure it out and play each other at SoFi. One of those two teams will play the Rams at SoFi. And then the Super Bowl will be played at SoFi. So if the Rams play their cards right, they don't have to fucking leave L.A. for a long time. So, uh, I don't know. I'm just letting you know. This is how soft we are and how fucking judgmental we are. The Niners lose last night. They're 2-0. They're they lose last night to a fucking Aaron Rodgers Hall of Fame quarterback. Okay? <laughs> and then they say, time to change to Trey Lance. <laughs> Let's go to Trey Lance now. A guy we have no fucking clue how he really is going to play. How about how Justin Fields work out for you guys? Let's go to him right away, too. The last time I checked, dude, Garoppolo's like 40-2 and two as a starter or some outlandish shit like that. That's not really what he is. But he hasn't even lost, I don't believe, 10 fucking games as a starter in his career. Like, the motherfucker wins football games. Just so you guys are out there that are fucking professional fucking football fucking coaches. Garoppolo don't lose a lot of games, fellas. Just so we're clear. He doesn't lose a lot. You fucking shut up. You motherfuckers just irritate the shit out of me. Anyway, I'm going to get into this Patrick Mahomes thing, okay? Real quick. I've told you guys, I think he's a most talented quarterback. One of the most talented. I don't think he's the most talented. I think he's a talented as a probably gets right now with his age and everything, right? Him and Aaron Rodgers, I believe, are the, by far the best throwing quarterbacks With followed by Allen, the Bills, I think, arm strength-wise. The kid down in San Diego, I think, is really good. He's going to be good. I think I told you Matt Stafford's a fucking elite quarterback. Brady's still at the top, obviously, because he's a winner. you got to knock a champion out. 
But I told you if you go back to my podcast, okay, when I talked about Mahomes and I said NFL teams are going to figure him out just like Lamar Jackson. I said, just understand, you cannot win a Super Bowl with these fucking gimmick plays over and over and over for a long time. I'm saying it now, okay? I just want to be clear. I don't believe Patrick Mahomes wins another Super Bowl. I don't believe you'll ever be able to put him in the GOAT conversation because he'll never beat fucking seven with Tom Brady. He's lost twice to Tom Brady, who's 40 fucking four. And... Until, this is what I say. I say Mahomes won't win one unless, okay, let me clarify. I said I don't believe Mahomes will win another Super Bowl unless he becomes less gimmicky. Hits his third or his fifth step of his drop in time and makes throws by climbing the pocket and not escaping the pockets and trying to make no look behind the back fucking crazy shit passes. If you haven't watched him enough, the team is starting to look around saying, what are we doing? Patrick Mahomes, if you watch him and break him down, I'm trying to get some film on my DV Sports so I can do it like I used to do on my coaching show. If you watch Patrick Mahomes, he doesn't climb the pocket. Very rarely does he climb the pocket. If he does, he's running or he's making a crazy cross-the-court field throw. He seldomly climbs the pocket and works his eyes on the defense, manipulating defenders and making those throws. See, those crazy throws were his first two years where motherfuckers didn't know who he was and he was an ultra-talented dude, like I said. It's catching up to him, like I said, fucking last year. Unless he becomes a guy that walks the pocket. We call it walking the pocket, climbing the pocket, and making throws in the pocket. He's not going to win another Super Bowl. I'm just telling you guys, dude. He should be 0-3 this year. I'm just telling you right now. He should be 0-3. If you watch Tom Brady yesterday against the Rams, how he's ducking in the pocket and climbing the pocket, eyes downfield, making fucking throws, getting hit in the mouth, making a throw that Gronk should have caught on the corner route. To me, that changed the game. Aaron Rodgers climbs the pocket, makes throws in the pocket. His eyes never leave the coverage. If you look at Mahomes, you look at fucking Murray, you look at fucking Baker Mayfield, you look at fucking Carson Wentz, you look at fucking uh, Lamar Jackson, they all leave the pocket. What happens when you leave the pocket, all you Dan Orlowski fucking know-it-alls? When you leave the pocket laterally, meaning going side to side, the defense is faster than you. The defense chases you and catches you. Now you're making these hard-ass cross-the-body throws. When you climb the pocket, the fast fucking defense is running past you. It's quarterback coaching one-on-one. It blows my mind that more NFL quarterback coaches and coordinators aren't coaching those little fundamentals because you have a talented dude like Mahomes who, in my opinion is going to deteriorate and his team will lose focus. They'll lose interest. They're going to lose trust. And you're going to see the Chiefs struggle this year. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not sold on the Raiders. Okay. Number one, I'm not sold on Derek Carr ever in life. He's playing well because I believe Gruden is a hell of a quarterback guy who, who can put defenses in some great, some tough situations with some of his play calling. Okay, I never said I didn't. I love Gruden as a character. I really do. 
I'm still kind of questioning if he's that dude as the main head coach, but he's getting paid as that dude, and I really root for Gruden. I like the motherfucker, but I don't think Derek Carr is really elite. Now, he could prove me wrong this year and go and fucking win one. Don't get it twisted, but I just, I'm just like, I think everybody's waiting for the motherfucker, the implosion to happen. I think everybody out there that's real understands, like, uh, we're going to see, but I, you know, Max Crosby's uh Max Crosby's uh, a great kid, man. He's balling. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But I'm telling you, man, the gimmick shit don't work in the NFL past two or three years. You get caught up to by D coordinators. And the NFL teams are getting faster and they're catching up to these dudes, man. They're catching up to these teams. The Chargers, the Raiders, Denver has caught up to the Chiefs. The Chiefs is like the last, they're, they're the worst defense in the NFL, I believe, right now. So, I don't know. But what bothers me is when ESPN and all these motherfucking analysts are on there pushing these narratives that these coaches should get fired when the player performs shitty. Players win games, fellas. Coaches lose them. Coaches ain't out there fucking winning the game. They call a play, and the players got to execute it, regardless if they like the fucking play or not. That coach should have them in a fucking decision, in a, in a, in a situation where they fucking buy in and they believe in it. They're all getting paid big money. Stop blaming every single fucking thing on authority. Put the mother, let the accountability fall on the motherfuckers making the money. Kyrie Irving refuses to report to media day to day for the fucking New Jersey Nets because or the Brooklyn Nets because he don't want to get vaccinated. Now, listen, I don't want to get vaccinated for the simple fact that I don't like to be told what the fuck to do. Right. <laughs> Let's just be real. I don't really like what to be told to do. That's the only fucking reason I'm not vaccinated. But I never said I would not vaccinate if it was for the. See, this is what the problem is. See, motherfuckers think it's about them all the time. It ain't about them all the time. It's not about us. It's not about me. It's about us. That was my staff motto, right? It's not about me. It's about us. What I mean is, if I were offered a job at SC tomorrow and LA's health requires a fucking vaccine or the college or the Pac-12 or whatever the rules are, right? I don't really know. I'm not in the business right now. I would go get vaccinated, all right? I'm not going to get into the conspiracies or my belief system. I'm not going to share all that with everybody. I just do it because it's about the kid. I chose to coach him. And that's the requirement. And that's what it is. Do it or you don't do it. Don't take the job. Then stay home and don't get the shot. Okay, fine. I don't want to do the shot. I don't trust the shot. I don't like the shot. I got homeboys that took the shot and aren't fucking doing really well. I get it. But for the dude who makes more money than God... And for the dude who thinks it's always about him and always has a fucking excuse, give up your money and don't play. You've made enough money for a life, more than enough for a lifetime. Don't play then, dog. Don't leave your homies and your teammates and your fucking fans down. 
because you don't want to do what's required. Period. That's that's kind of what I'm trying to say. It's real easy, dog. Don't play then. Like, that's the problem. I understand it's a skeek experiment. I understand how black folks feel about the shot. Trust me, I'm well versed with this shit. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to take the motherfucker. There's conspiracies out there that men are getting in, or uh, men are, 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 uh, are going to be impotent. They're, they're, it's, it's making men impot- uh, potency levels drop. It's making fucking um, people numb. There's all these reports. And then Dr. Fauci said that it's not true. Da-da-da. Well, you can have every fucking experiment. Um, there's all these conspiracies. I'm not going to get into conspiracies. All I know is every fucking time Kyrie Irving talks, it's an excuse for an excuse. He has an excuse for an excuse. This motherfucker has more excuses than the attendance office. This motherfucker's last year was member. He wanted to go to Afghanistan. He was going to go fight on the front line. Y'all. Now it's fucking the COVID. Now it's the vaccine. Look, dog, I don't want to take it. I don't fucking want to do it because you're telling me to do it. That's really the truth. Um, I don't fear dying from it and all that shit. But at the same time, I had never been vaccinated ever. And, and maybe when I was a little kid, I don't remember. But I haven't been vaccinated as a, a grown up ever. Um, but I'm not condoning it either way. I'm not against it. I'm not for it. All I'm saying is. I don't want to do it because I don't want to do it. I don't really look into the whole if I'm going to die or not. And I'm white. Fuck. I'm seeing brothers, you know, fearing it because their brothers being killed by certain shit. They've been guinea pigs for fucking 400 years. I'd be fucking mad, too. And I'd be against the shit, too. But see, none of y'all motherfuckers put your name, put your put yourself in those situations, or even would put yourself in their shoes, in an African American black human's shoes, because you've never been there. You don't know. So I can't be mad at nobody if they don't want to take it. But at the same time, it's like if I had the opportunity and I accepted a job, then I need to man up and accept the job. So. I got a couple people fighting for their jobs because they're being told they'll be fired here in California if they don't get it. And I've had to hook them up with attorneys of mine that handle employment laws because legally they can't fire. They can fire you, but you got action. You can sue these motherfuckers. There's a Geneva Convention. There's the FDA, even though one was approved and all that. But it doesn't mean that there's a lot to it. But all I know, I'm not giving out legal advice, but let them fire you. Don't quit on these motherfuckers. But he's skipping media day for a vaccine. So I I don't know, man. I just think motherfuckers so spoiled, dog, and thinks it's always about his ass. Like that whole team. James Harden went to my fucking high school years after me, of course, but he went to my high school. Like, I know his coaches. I know his friends. Like, he's a fucking enabled soft fuck. KD's an enabled soft fuck. Kyrie's an enabled soft fuck. So what is he? What is Steve Nash going to do? Keep him on the team and he can't play half the home games? Because he can't play at home. So I don't know how he's going to play on the road if most people put it in effect. I don't know. But 
Oh, man. Makes more money than God and yet still wants more shit to go his way. Instead of just fucking lead by example. Like, you created more of the youth to fight authority, fight facts, and act older than they are. These kids see you, their so-called hero, do this dumb shit year in and year out and think it's okay. And now that's why you think these kids, why do you think these kids think they demand the same respect as the grown-up, their own mama and daddy? No, I don't want to eat that. I don't want that shit. Don't give me that. No, 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 coach. I got this. This is how it's supposed to be. Shut the fuck up. You know what the cold part is? Even if the kid is right, the motherfucker is wrong. Period. But you guys don't make it that way. You don't teach it that way, and you don't correct it that way. You say, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right, dog. You, you were right on that one. No. I don't give a fuck if he was right on that particular route or that coverage or fucking he got lucky with his answer. You're wrong, motherfucker. You talked out of turn. Shut the fuck up. That's not being corrected or taught. It's being accepted and you're fucking, you're fucking anointing them. Now the kid walks around saying, I told you, I checked coach. I got, I told him he was wrong. He didn't even know. And then guess what? The whole fucking team sees that and hears it. And now them, now you just created a fucking monster, but you guys don't look at it that way. You do the same shit in your businesses and your schools as teachers at home as parents. None of you motherfuckers correct the shit just for the simple fact that you didn't shut the fuck up. Don't talk out of turn, motherfucker. How about you shut the fuck up when I cuss you out and say, yes, sir, and that's it. If I'm wrong, I'll apologize later. You don't deserve to be on my level. You ain't bought groceries yet, motherfucker. Shut up. Put my kids through college, then talk shit. Then tell me that you deserve the same fucking respect. Come on, grown people. You got to teach it that way. Motherfuckers are getting, you give them too much fucking leeway, man. And then they go out and be, now the Kyrie Irving, who was never told anything because his dick was sucked because he was better than everybody in high school and AAU. And these kids get their dick sucked because they're better than you at seven on seven. And their trainers come along, these soft fucks and they fucking personal trainers. And then anytime the shit gets rocky and it gets hard, guess what they do? They fold like an old-ass lawn chair because they've had never had to deal with adversity. You've always told them they were the best motherfucker in the world. You always suck their dicks and kiss their asses. And now they think they're the shit and they don't need to work hard or earn shit no more. But you motherfuckers won't tell them how it is. You give them full autonomy Without them ever earning a fucking thing in their life. They have no experience on how to run anything. But you give them full autonomy on their own life. You're teaching them to fucking teach themselves how to live life. Without ever learning how to. That's the cold part. Do you understand it's an experience based life we live? It ain't a degree in the world that can teach me. How to survive on this fucking street. How to go hustle and make money from the platforms that I earned. 
And you can't tell me that there's a fucking degree in the world or a class in the world that'll teach a kid how to fucking respect a woman, how to respect a grown-up, and how to respect authority. There's not a degree. There ain't a social media fucking app. There ain't a class. It's a fucking grown person that knows better that's had the hands in the fire to teach these kids that this is not the way. But you guys are, for some reason, 20 years ago, I always put it about 20 years ago, you guys fucking got soft and didn't want to correct these cats. Correction is not criticism. It's what is needed. See, these coaches are walking around here and they think that there's accountability and then there's responsibility. Motherfuckers don't understand the difference. I don't think a lot of you can tell me the difference either. That's the cold part. That's like a lot of coaches cannot tell you the difference between cover two and quarters. That just tells you they really don't know what the fuck they're doing. And I don't know a player in today's game in high school or college that can tell me the difference between quarter and cover two. Dan Orlowski played in the NFL, can't even fucking do it. So it shows you in a minute way that we're not teachers. We're not teaching anything anymore. My players knew the difference between quarters and cover two. (laughs) And match zero. But we're not teachers no more. We're dependent on 707 AAU, look pretty, be on social media, do a dunk on somebody. Fucking Ben Simmons don't want to shoot the fucking basketball. And now he don't want to report like the soft cunt he is. He don't want to report to practice and to his team that owes him four million. I mean, four years of money. He's got hundreds of millions of dollars on the table. His enabled soft fucking ass don't report. I would not pay him a dollar. I wouldn't fucking trade him. I wouldn't play him for shit. I'd make that motherfucker go fucking go without the money then, motherfucker. Go to the MDL or whatever that shit is, D-League. Take your fucking ass to the big three. You don't shoot anyway. You mental fucking midget. Get your sorry ass up out of here then. And I love Danny Green to death. That's uh, Fuck my boy, man. He's a hell of a dude. Great fucking dude. Stand up, motherfucker, winner. Motherfuckers won three rings, three different places. And he's he's he 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 wants the best for Ben Simmons too. But Ben can't you can't save them all, dog. You cannot save them all. He wants to be a Kardashian hoe. Let that motherfucker come out here and be a Kardashian. He's gonna come out here and find out the motherfucker, we don't like your sorry ass either. Better not come to one of these LA teams and not shoot, motherfucker. Your ass won't go home that night. I love my Philly fans, and Philly motherfuckers are crazy, but it ain't L.A., dog. We fucking burn down buildings when we win, motherfuckers. We burn cop cars up when we win. When the Kings win motherfucking a hockey championship, we riot. Don't make a mistake about it, motherfucker. We invented high-speed chases, motherfucker, and white tees. I'm just telling you. Real G's don't wear titty and tongue rings. Motherfucking dudes walking around with nipple rings. Let me just shut up. Mm-mm. We got motherfuckers 
on ESPN telling motherfuckers how to hire and fire NFL personnel. <laughs> you start these narratives with the platforms you have. That's what, it. Shit blows my mind, dog. I, I don't really get it. Anyway, man, this show's been long, but I'm gonna get to this nuts and guts of this show. Uh, I think you really have to pay attention because I posted a deal that we're not coaching it, we're allowing it. And it goes, unfortunately, sometimes we have to be sacrificial lambs in this process. And we end up losing our babies. Our babies are players. See, I don't want to ever be the coach that's lost a kid to death. Now, I've lost a few players to death on a motorcycle ra- uh, accident. In a uh, Now, I've but see, this is the difference. And I want to make sure we're clear. Um on the difference between me and what you can say about me. You can say all you want, obviously all the Twitter haters and all this shit out there, but at least I want to be heard on what I am as a coach. Okay. My players do not leave my program and go get arrested. They don't get shot and killed and they don't get thrown in jail. Whatever you want to say about me, go ahead and say it. You cannot say that that happens to any of my players when they leave my program. You can say that about players at all levels from everywhere they've ever, you can say it about a lot of fucking coaches that a lot of you guys look up to and fucking think they're the king shit. When actually in truth, reality, they're about money and fucking fame and can give a fuck about your kid. But yet you still continue to choose going to those schools because you don't turn over rocks. You don't do any research. You fucking think it's uniforms and a cool facility is what it's all about. You pick the school, not the coach, homie. Quit picking the coach. They're going to leave anyway, and they don't give a fuck about you. Anyway, I said that it's about choices. I said I've never had a kid leave a game or a school or my program and go out and do something like this because it shows the lack of either care, you ain't coaching it, you don't give a fuck, or you're allowing it. And it's happening with the parent, with the coach, with the teacher. And I said this and put it out there on Twitter and shit. And I got buddies coaching at Utah. Obviously, buddies at Washington State. I got players at both. And I'm just like, you know, every day after practice ended, I brought up questions on what we should be doing tonight. I made it a point. What are you doing tonight? Coach, study hall first. We got we got dorm check. We got these things. It was, it was different for me. But if it was after a game and you didn't have to be up tomorrow morning early, even though we still pretty up early on Sundays after games because we had treatment and, and, and film. Not too early, though. But for us as staff, it was. Not for the players. I let them sleep in, obviously. But what are you doing after you just celebrate a victory in shithole Kansas? What are you doing? Or shithole Southeast Kansas. What are you doing here tonight? There ain't no club to go to. There ain't no fuck. You're going to drive to Tulsa an hour? You're going to go to Coffeeville, our rival? If you're in L.A., are you going to fucking the hood? Are you going to the club? Are you going to anywhere you could get smoked? Anywhere. Ask your players what they are doing. Make them tell you. And then tell them what they should not be fucking doing. 
It's not hard. Show them you care enough about them to fucking not get smoked at a party. And parents, you're just making excuses for excuses, dog. You, you're fucking making excuses when your kid gets fucking caught up, when they get shot up, and now it's their fault. No, you don't put the fucking effort into them. They don't give a fuck. They only know what they know and don't know what they don't know. We don't know what we don't know. It's our job to teach these motherfuckers that it's about their choices. And if you go to a house party, there's an opportunity for you to get smoked. Period. You go to a house party where I grew up, the opportunity for you to get killed is high. (laughs) Higher than anywhere in America during my youth. Now then Chicago started, St. Louis, and then you got fucking Memphis, and you get all these places that are starting to get active over the years, and you guys don't understand, like, there's choices. You, this is what's not being taught. You are different, and I hate to say this because at the end of the day, the general population out there who are the ones getting shot and killed the ones that are out there in the in the street because they don't have a hundred thousand dollar scholarship, it's fucked up for you guys. Okay, it, it makes my comment a little insensitive, but I have to save one, and that's my meaning to that is, I'll get back to the general population, and I feel for you, but I can't save you. I got to save my players who I put on scholarship that. You are different. You're held to a different standard. You got to understand you've got a $100,000 opportunity that these kids in the general population do not have, that I cannot save. I can save you. Don't go do the shit that is easy and average. It's easy to be average. It's hard to be different. Go fucking be different. Leaders create more leaders, not more fucking followers. You motherfuckers are creating more followers. All you coaches are creating more followers. If you're allowing your kids to go to jail or get fucking shot, period. Motherfuckers don't realize that, oh, coach, we can't watch what they do when they're off. off." Really? You don't want to, motherfucker. You can watch. You don't want to. You can watch with your words. You can watch with how you show them how you care for them. You can do all these things. You don't want to. You make millions. You want to go chill. And then you want to put out a fucking PR fucking statement that I can't believe my player is shot and killed. Motherfucker, what did you do to prevent it? Nothing. You live in your fat ass crib. While your players live in the hood that you won't even get out your car to pump gas at. But you want them to play for you and go through, run through a wall for you. And you parents are picking to go to these motherfucking places when you have not a fucking clue really who the coach is. And you're choosing to play for a coach, not a program. If you chose to play for the program, you wouldn't have this many problems. You wouldn't see this many fucking transfers. But nobody wants to solve. We got presidents hiring the same motherfuckers who continue to have this issue at their four-year level. 
First of all, they don't win. Second of all, their kids aren't graduating like you think. Thirdly, kids are getting shot, killed, or going to jail, and you still hire this motherfucker. The president hires a search firm to hire a coach, but he's the dude with the PhD. If a guy with a PhD can't hire a human being, he don't deserve the degree that he holds, period. That's why I told you, Intellect is overrated. This life ain't about fucking intellect. It's about being a good dude, a good human, a good character, fucking teaching what's fucking unknown and fucking getting your dudes to get where they could not get themselves. That's what life's about in a nutshell. Boom. Drop the mic. Fuck a degree. Fuck a PhD. You can't even hire a motherfucker to look after your student body, which are student athletes. You're hiring search firms that have not a fucking clue who your players are on your campus. You realize you hire a motherfucker that's never met one of your players or been on your campus. Most search firms are here in L.A. or in New York or in Atlanta. And you motherfuckers are hiring these motherfuckers to hire a coach in Memphis or in fucking or in fucking Alabama somewhere or in Texas and they've never even been on your campus. Oh, yeah, I know an agent who knows a guy. <laughs> Let's pay him $17 million to leave. We'll fire him. And then we're going to rehire the motherfucker that just lost last year at this place whose team was horrible. And just, what about Art Bryles? Like, this motherfucker had the biggest rape scandal in university fucking history. And he gets a job coaching high school. He coaches high school fucking football, man. But I'm an asshole and motherfuckers are scared to fuck with me because I cuss. <laughs> Dog, you cannot tell me that there's not a fundamental fucking problem in America if cussing is worse than fucking rape. I'm just telling you, if, if if my girls got fucking raped by all your players over and over and over, there's a problem, dog, and we're going to have a problem. There won't be a coach at Baylor. This would have happened during the motherfucking era. I'm literally, I'm a little less going to hire you to coach fucking high school football. But let's do it. He's got a big agent. He's a big name known guy. da 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 Coach Brown cusses all fucking. You can't keep. He cusses. He calls people motherfucker. And he fucking. You can't hire him, dude. Even though he trains and teaches his kids to respect women and fucking don't fuck with anybody that's ever fucking had a rape charge or domestic violence case. He won't even bring him in. No, that's not. Who cares? He's doing too good a thing. He's doing too many good things. I've never heard his players talk shit about him. Never heard his players bash him. Only good things. Even though all the naysayers and haters talk shit because, you know, we know they don't know who the fuck he is. But the people that actually know him always talk good. What's a, But this guy had a fucking pandemic on his campus with rape charges and is coaching high school. The most, like, high school kids... Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, the, the kids are fucking the most uh, influential period of their lives. They're the most influenceable at that age. And you hire this motherfucker to coach them. 
Oh, my fucking goodness, bro. I really don't get it, but we got PhD people making these decisions. And you think it's about intellect? No. It's who you know, who knows you, period. I've been saying that. It's what it is. A coward only barks when he knows he cannot be bitten, dog. These motherfuckers are cowards. The NCAA, they don't want to talk. They don't want to do anything with the kids. They don't want anything to be. They're going to fucking talk. They're going to fucking hold these kids down in every which way they can. But then when all the BCS money that the kids bring in, they sure fucking take that money. It's fucking crazy how they allow that shit to go down. But, eh, don't know about all that. Um, it's funny, man. It's just a, it's a fucked up world we live in. Let's tell you, it's just ass backwards shit. We're ass fucking backwards. I don't know. The kid got shot and killed under your watch. I would probably. I don't know if I'd resign. I don't know. I failed the player, and I failed his team, my team, his brothers. I failed the mother that I recruited the kid from, and I got to be real, man. Like, you're a, you failed those kids. You failed the kid. Um, my TV's fucked. You failed the kid. And I don't give a fuck. Listen, I played in Compton Community College. 13 kids I played with are dead and buried. 13 kids. The difference as a player and what I coach is night and day. I've never had a kid get killed after they left me. But I played with 13 kids that are dead. Because we didn't know better. We weren't coached up and taught better. Even though... Our coach did preach a lot of that stuff. It wasn't to a level that I'm doing it. And I had to learn it from him to actually expand on it. Because football is a thieves game. We take it and we massage it into our own shit. And if someone tells you he invented this thing, he's a liar. This thing has been stolen from everyone and massaged into its own. In his, and he, he creates his own baby out of it, so to speak. We don't do that no more. And that's its problem. And so now we're taking the credit for what's not really ours. And then we're blaming everybody else that when you fuck up and we're teaching kids this shit. Kyrie Irving's teaching these youth, the youth now, that it's cool to do the shit he's doing. Simone Biles taught a bunch of young black women that's okay to do this shit she's doing. Like... Then you blame mental health. Like, come on, dog. Miss me with the bullshit. Like, real recognizes real. You ain't getting over on my motherfucking ass with no bullshit ass crutch you use. I'll call the bullshit out in a minute. I'm a bullshitter, motherfucker. But I'm a real one. I'm going to tell you the real, and then I'll fuck around and bullshit with you. And you'll never know the difference. But at the same time, at the end of the day, <laughs> motherfucker, you're not getting over on me. With no bullshit mental crutch shit. I don't know. 
I don't know, man. It's a it's a fucked up deal. It's a crazy deal. And uh, you know, I don't believe people really realize the impact they have. The Kansas City Chiefs are signing Josh Gordon. This motherfucker has had ample opportunities to fix his shit. Kareem Hunt has had ample chances, right? Tyreek Hill, fucking AB, all these motherfuckers. When is the NFL going to put a kibosh on it so that we can teach the youth that this ain't the way to do shit? If you hit a woman or rape a woman, you should never fucking be allowed to play a sport to earn millions of dollars ever again. Period. And I bet you would fucking end it real quick. If you continue to fucking do lines, snort coke, whatever the fuck drug you're doing, and you continue to do it, it has to be a certain time. To me, it's one time. I think you deserve a second chance, and that's it. That means you fucked up once, you got a second chance, and that's it. Dog, how many times Josh Gordon going to get a fucking chance? There's motherfuckers out there that deserve it. Like, how many opportunities is this motherfucker going to get? And the NFL is just condoning it. And guess what? These motherfucking kids are going to continue to do it because those are their heroes. The do's and the don'ts. These kids don't know the difference between the do's and the don'ts. There's times that you don't do shit and there's times that you do do shit. And there's times that you shouldn't do this and there's times that you should do that. Don't do this. And it's a Fortunate, we're not teaching either one of them. We're not teaching none of them. We're just throwing shit at the wall, see if it sticks. Hopefully our kids grab on. Hopefully the kid don't go to the party and get smoked. Hopefully the motherfucker don't get shot up or before a game. Dog, don't tell me that the motherfucker was at home and the dude walked in there and shot him. It didn't happen that way. It wasn't coached up. It was fucking allowed. You can't tell me different because you don't know different. I do. There's a difference. It takes embedment. You need to embed it into their skulls every single day. Your job don't stop until those kids go get paid. Period. Your job don't stop with these babies until they're fucking successful. And if you can't save them, so be it. You're saving one of them. You can't save them all. But just understand... You failed them in a massive manner if they get killed on your watch. Unfortunate. Hey, man, it's been an hour and a half show. I appreciate you guys, man. And uh, shout out to everybody. Appreciate all you guys. Don't be any slap dicks out there. We got too many fuck sticks and shit birds as it is. But uh, I appreciate you guys. YouTube, I'll stay on for a minute and chop it up. Um, but for the Slapdick Podcast, I appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. Hey, give me another guy. Hey, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I hope this ain't my last